For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace, breaking crime news now. Brittany Hurt climbs a fence at an Indiana elementary school to kidnap an eight-year-old girl. Hurt, 34, drives the girl to Hurt's home, drops her off with her extremely confused husband, then strips naked and runs down the street. Hurt's husband calls police. They escort the child back to school. Cops then chase down Hurt, who resists getting in a patrol car, refusing to put on her clothes. Nancy Hurt was taken to an ER for a mental evaluation, then detained. Hurt posted her $7,500 bond, but seems to have another episode just a day later, attacking her grandfather, who was left in charge of her two- and five-year-old. Hurt stole several items and tried to climb out of a window. Hurt's grandfather grabbed her arm to stop her, and Hurt twisted his fingers to get him to let go. Hurt, now charged with assault, still facing kidnap and public indecency charges. Amanda Chapin, 50, marries veterinarian Gary Chapin, 70, and gets power of attorney for her husband and makes sure the deed to his home transfers to her when he dies. Then, Chapin poisons her husband's coffee with drugs Chapin uses to euthanize animals on three separate occasions. The third time, Chapin falls into a coma lasting four days. Doctors find barbiturates in Chapin's blood when he's in the hospital, leading Chapin's children to file a restraining order against Amanda on Gary's behalf. Amanda then violated that restraining order when she emailed Gary Chapin a suicide note that included a line reading, quote, the only thing I am guilty of is loving you so much. Amanda Chapin survives a suicide attempt after Gary Chapin files a restraining order. Once released from the hospital, Chapin pleads not guilty on attempted murder. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. Alabama law enforcement officers are imploring people to come forward with information about a shooting that killed four people and injured 28 during a teenager's birthday party. Among those killed was a high school senior who planned to play college football and was celebrating his sister's 16th birthday. The shooting erupted Saturday night at a dance studio in downtown Dadeville. During two news conferences, Sergeant Jeremy Burkett of the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency did not take questions. He did not say if a suspect was in custody or if investigators knew about any motivation. He also did not provide the names of those killed. Annette Allen told our friends with the Montgomery Advertiser newspaper that her grandson, Phil Dowdle, a Dadeville High School senior who had committed to Jacksonville State University, was celebrating at his sister Alexis's party before he was shot to death. Dowdle's mother was among those hurt in the shooting. Authorities say the shooting occurred about 10.30 p.m. Saturday. 
An Oregon man has been indicted on murder and other charges in the death of his 62-year-old mother at her home in November. For more, we turn to Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. Robin Hathorne of Monmouth pleaded not guilty on two counts of second-degree murder, robbery, theft, ID theft, and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle in Teresa Hathorne's death. Police in Monmouth, southwest of Salem, discovered Teresa Hathorne's body inside her residence on November 9th and called the death suspicious. Charging documents accused 30-year-old Robin Hathorne of killing his mother while trying to rob her. He also was accused of stealing her car and committing fraud using her identity. Robin Hathorne remains in Polk County Jail with another court appearance scheduled for later this month. A Wisconsin man convicted for a second time of killing his wife with antifreeze and by suffocation in 1998 has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. A Kenosha County judge sentenced 63-year-old Mark Jensen, who was convicted by a jury in February of first-degree intentional homicide in the death of his wife, Julie Jensen. Prosecutors allege he poisoned Julie Jensen with antifreeze and also drugged her with a sleeping medication before later suffocating her to death in their Pleasant Prairie home. Jensen has maintained his innocence with his attorneys arguing that Julie Jensen was depressed and killed herself after framing her husband. Jensen was first convicted in 2008 in his wife's slaying and sentenced to life without parole. The Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of leaking highly classified documents had set his sights on joining the military from an early age. But as our Sidney Sumner tells us, more recently he had expressed disillusionment about having enlisted. 21-year-old Jack Teixeira was charged in U.S. District Court in Boston with unauthorized removal and retention of classified and national defense information, a breach that has caused an international uproar and exposed explicit U.S. assessments on the war in Ukraine and other closely held secrets. Teixeira was recently assigned to the 102nd Intelligence Wing at Otis Air National Guard Base, where his job was listed as a cyber transport systems journeyman. The technology position would have given Teixeira responsibility for maintaining computer networks with access to classified information. Teixeira began active duty in October 2021, serving full-time at the base, which is located on Cape Cod in Massachusetts. A magistrate judge has ordered Teixeira held until a detention hearing this week. Florida Deputy Terry Bradford Jr. takes over a pound of pot brownies to the jail, where he sells them to inmates he's supposed to be guarding. While the full scope of the scheme is still under investigation, cops think Bradford brought in the pot brownies at least twice and made several thousands of dollars from inmate sales. Well, he's obviously facing charges for contraband. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.